0: What's up, everybody? Andrew Mitchell here, your host of this Life as a Bobcat podcast. We're cruising along here. It's episode three already. Before we know it, we'll be in double figures, and at that time, it should also mark the start of our 2021 competitions. Come early January. As always, remember to subscribe and follow our podcast so you never miss another episode. We got another fun guest for you today, and you will feel the energy and compassion from the well-spirited Emmanuel Egan, wherever you may be listening from. I just want you to know that Eman loves all you listeners out there, and I am excited to share with you some of his stories. Aside from volleyball, you will hear about his excitement for engineering, the campus, his homie Rufus, Merced's backyard, and of course you guys, the fans and supporters. But before we get into those stories, let's go ahead and discover why the men's volleyball senior middle blocker chose to call UC Merced home. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Emmanuel Egan.
1: I attended UC Merced, one, uh, because it was a, one great school from what I've read about and all this stuff. I read it was really new. And I was like, yo, this is actually a pretty cool opportunity because like, I know this school is going to blow up. I'm a big fan of like just watching things grow. So as soon as I heard, like, oh, UC Merced is the newest UC, this and that, I applied right away. I applied to other schools, too, that I got into, but, like, I was really excited to get into, like, this school. One, just because of, like, I, I wanted to be an engineer, and U C is a great school uh, for engineering. And this is, like, far, but not too far away from home, so it had a beautiful balance that I was looking for. And it's just, it's like, all the opportunities that were around here, like, Silicon Valley is just down the street pretty much from UC Merced and I'm just like yo this is perfect like I keep looking for job opportunities down there all that it's just for great opportunities that are just in this area and everything's just growing blooming around that and then on top of that I got accepted into the volleyball team being a walk-on to the team is just like icing on the cake like it was just perfect so like, it just drew me over here and I was very excited to attend.
0: Yeah, amazing opportunities here at UC Merced, both on and off the court for you. And just kind of, you know, you mentioned a little bit about, about volleyball. I know you were uh, a late start, right? You started playing volleyball in high school, if I'm not uh, mistaken. And yes, sir. And you're on the fast track. <laughs> <laughs> top 50 in the NAI and hitting percentage blocks, a whole lot of things. honor Honorable Mention, one of the top middle blockers that we've seen, one of the most exciting middle blockers we've ever seen. Just go ahead and, and describe – you know, the last four or five years or so and how you've been able to adapt so quickly to a sport that you love?
1: Uh, Yeah, so I did start playing volleyball, like seriously, seriously, like my senior year of high school, or I guess you could say like junior year summer, that's when like I got like real big into volleyball. And it was because of my cousin, her her name is Shy. She like actually got me into it because she wanted me to try out for the volleyball team. And I was like, sure, why not? Like, I've never really seen guys volleyball before, but like, I would go to her tournaments and support her. So I'm like, okay, let me go ahead and play this volleyball thing. And it was actually really fun. Like, I was terrible when I first tried out. Like, there are all these guys who have been playing since they were, like, eight, all of this. And I'm starting my junior year, like, end of junior year. So I was like, okay, this is kind of scary. Like, they're really good. But my coach took me in, and she trained me, got me nice. And it just put me on that track to just, like, wanting to go harder. Wanting to, like, I wanted to prove myself to pretty much any team I was on. Like, I'm not the tallest guy out there. I don't jump the highest, but I'm definitely going to, like, put my heart out and try my very best. And it's been working for me. I've been doing very well in the college level. I've been getting recognition from other coaches telling like, hey, you really worked hard out there. My own coach is just like, hey, you're, like, inspiration to your other teammates and this and that. Uh, When we go out, I love interacting with, like, fans, talking to people. Like, the kids that come out, they love to talk to me after because I'm always goofy on the court, Mm -hmm. dancing around, doing this and that. And I just love it. Like, I love the atmosphere, uh, like kind of like a performance type thing. But I am very competitive. I really hate to lose. So that's another thing that just drives me to be better. I don't like losing. I don't care if the odds are stacked against me. If I'm the shortest guy on the court, let that be. I'm still not going to let it seem like I, anyone's going to walk over me. And no one's going to look like, oh, this guy is the easy person to get past. No. I'm always going to give it my all and always make sure that my teammates are with me and make sure everybody's doing well. And, yeah, just tons of fun like three years at houston Mercedes so far, I've just been great each year, better than the last. It's just amazing, especially the teammates that I have. It's just, it's just great. great.
0: A very competitive individual for those listeners who don't, do not know about some of Iman's yeah. stats so far. Well, just in program history, he, he ranks and not just kills and blocks, but he's also one of the top uh, individuals when it comes to uh, service aces and stuff like that service aces blocks kills hitting percentage but i know what what there was one specific game um where you were flying all over the court and getting some digs <laughs> what is your favorite part of the game
1: my favorite part of the game uh that's to, there's just so much to love about it I, I love getting like a great block i love getting a great kill But honestly, like, it's the oddball plays that I really, that just really capture my heart. So me being a middle blocker, no one really expects me to get digs. No one expects me to really pass the ball or anything. So when I get an opportunity to do so, like, I make sure, like, oh, yeah, I got this. Like, I try to shine through. And once I get, like, a good pass or, like, I get a good set or something, my teammates can get a kill off of that, I get so hyped because I'm just like, this isn't, it's not even supposed to be my job to do that, but, like, I can do that. Like, it's just so much fun. It's really cool. Those are, like, my favorite types of plays. Like, I feel like it gives everybody the most energy. Like, there's like, oh, E-Man got that pass. Oh, E-Man got that set. Yada, yada. All this cool stuff. And it's really, like, it's really exciting. Like, I know it gets my adrenaline going. It gets people on the court. Like, we all start going hyper out of nowhere. The bench is hype. It's amazing.
0: It's amazing. Yeah. And where do you think all of your passion and inspiration and your energy, has that just been with you for your whole entire life? Or is that something that – you know, something sparked it, or is that's just you? Uh,
1: that's a tough one. I want to say, like, that spark, that energy really came from just me growing up and the people around me. I've always been on sports teams with my, like, little brother, who's just been doing – like, he's a much better athlete than me. I'm not going to lie. Like, he's a very good athlete. So watching him, watching how he's passionate about, like, whatever sport he was playing, especially basketball – how hype he would get, how he would try and get people around him to get hype with him. I just love that energy, even though he's my younger brother, like he would inspire me. I'm like, okay, I got to match this kid's energy because he's not outshining me. Like, I don't want that. So we're both just getting hype. And like, I would always just get energy from him or even like my dad, who would always come to all my games. I would hear him in the crowds just screaming like, go, man, go. And I would just love that energy would just bring me joy, all of that stuff. So, like, really, like, my family, they really give me the energy, like, because we're all very outgoing people. We're all very loud. We all have energy in whatever it is that we do. So, I guess, like, it's just in the genes. As
0: soon as I, as soon as I step on the court, like, i got to have that fire. in E-Man, you are also very competitive in the classroom. You have been on the dean's list multiple times as a bioengineering major. Speaking about school here, I know right now, obviously – Right, We are in the virtual world, but I'm sure you have done some incredible, interesting type stuff, whether it's now or whether it be when we were in person, whether it's out in the lab or out in the field. Can you go ahead and just tell some of our listeners some of the crazy and unique stuff that you have done in bioengineering that you never even thought would be possible? Uh,
1: There's a, a lot of stuff in the just whole engineering field period but one of the few things that i i've done or i've actually like experienced and watched is one of my professors at uc merced uh they have like their own specific research that they do and i walked in for one of his office hours just to see like uh just to talk to him about like graduate programs and all that and he was talking to me about what he does and he's real big into like uh studying germs and how they actually like how they evolve how they work how like pretty much how we could use what we learn from them to help us in the future And I thought it was really cool. It's a lot of just experimental stuff that he is doing right now. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about all of it. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say like, it's really cool. uh, Just off of bioengineering, but like engineering itself and like all the stuff that I've had to build, all the stuff that I've had to like work with, all the math that I didn't even think was real or possible and just applying it. And now I can do it like with just a pen and paper off my head. It's really, really cool. I find it exciting. A lot of people would look and be like oh that's a lot like I don't really want to do that but it's like interesting to me like when I see a problem I can't solve I'm very interested by that problem like okay let's see what we can do to work around that and it's really sick and I've also walked in on uh, we have a bunch of like robotics programs going on around campus and I just like I'm not part of them but I I like to like stand in and watch and I'm like yo there's some really smart people on this campus building robots uh, programming different systems all this and that and I just love watching around like going around like just being part of it without being part of it you know just being like a spectator and it's really sick to me it's really cool yeah
0: awesome very involved individual you are on the court in the labs a whole bunch of other stuff big team guy on campus you're involved a lot as well Um, some people like to call it Rufus's friend some people like to call it you know, Rufus helper. But go ahead and talk to us a little bit about of some, some other things that you're involved in, specifically when it comes to athletic events when you are not competing.
1: Uh when I'm not competing, I love to support my fellow athletes because I have played a bunch of different sports. So I do know a little bit about everything that they're going through. And like I've loved watching everybody work as hard as they can. So when I can support them during their games on campus or even off campus if I have the opportunity. I'm there showing out. So like, I try to attend every single possible uh, home game that we have. I do work event staff for our school. So I have the opportunity to literally work side by side with Rufus, our mascot. That's the homie. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you got opportunities to work side by side with him, just cheering on the team. I'm a big hype man, whether I'm playing or not. So I love to get the crowd involved, trying to get people to talk, get my like, get my home team the energy that they need a lot of people have seen me a lot of people have recognized me on campus from it they're like oh you're that guy who was at the game you threw me a shirt I'm like yeah that's my yeah what's up <laughs> and it's just really cool like I love seeing people come back to the games I love seeing people talk about the game or hearing people talk about the games afterwards like yo yeah that game was so exciting this isn't that I love that type of energy even though it's not my sport even though it had nothing to do with me I just love it because then like my friends, my fellow athletes, they're getting that recognition that they deserve because they all work really hard. We all work so hard, even during this whole quarantine time. Like we've all tried to stay in shape because we are still going to compete. We're all still going to be out there trying to show that UC Merced spirit and show why we're the best. And I just want to show as much love and support that I can. Yeah,
0: That's awesome. And I guess kind of based off that, you know, all of the love and support you have and how much passion you have in playing what would you say has been the hardest part of you not being at school right now?
1: Uh, honestly, there's so much that I miss about the campus. I love to miss about the school, like in class learning, just being on campus, going to classes, seeing like my fellow people that I've been in classes with since first semester. Like I just miss like that contact like seeing everybody like seeing what they're going through like oh somebody just got 100 on a test like being there for them, like hey great job man like I was like watching like people grow pretty much and we're just all like being separated made me really appreciate that more like I would say I took, I took it for granted before because I'm just like oh I see these people every day it's whatever it's like but then like once we were separated I'm like dang like I really miss like the people I would see every day people I would talk to every single day I miss my girlfriend Jasonna Johnson Like I miss her so much. Like I wish I could see her every day, but I can't. I wish I could just be around my friends every single day. But just in the situation we are in, it's just not likely. Am I upset? Yes. But I I know it's for the best because we do want to stay safe, we want to stay healthy. So I really do miss that, like just that social interaction with everybody, whether it be teammates, housemates, classmates, teachers, anybody, I just like, I miss it.
0: So fast forward a year from now, say, uh, you know, next September, everything's back to normal. We're all on campus with 9,000 of your your other Bobcats. Uh, you know, you're, you're back to normal life. How are you feeling at that point in time? What What's running through your mind that first time you step back on that campus?
1: Honestly, once everything goes back to normal, I'm going to be so excited, so happy just seeing all like the old faces, the fresh new faces, like just seeing everybody just come back, seeing people go up the hill, seeing the freshmen go up the hill for the first time, all that stuff is gonna be like just great. Seeing people at the sporting events, seeing people at like regular like club events, all the stuff going around campus, all the new stuff on campus that I've yet to see for the 2020 project, I'm seeing like we have a pool now and I'm really excited to see what that's looking like. Uh, all this new stuff going on, all the new facilities, I'm just excited to see all the new, all the new going on.
0: Now, what else do you miss being able to do on campus? Like where's a a cool hangout spot that you hope to get back to at some point?
1: Hangout spots? I do have a few uh, hangout spots depending on who I'm hanging out with. If I'm hanging out with like my teammates or any of the athletes, I'm always in the SAC building either doing homework, lifting, or just chatting it up with my peoples. Like if we have a class next with each other or if you know we're just chilling we just got done or they got out of practice something like that just enjoying life there i love the library i love it so much it's so great it's so big all the stuff in there all the like different things you can do in the library is just great and it is obviously like a very quiet place for you to study get things done that is how i got into school mainly for academics so i'm always books first like that's always on my mind so i do have like my classmate friends that i love to hang out with in the library and we do like get our own side room so we can talk a little bit more. And like, we are friends, so we do chat it up. Sometimes we don't even study, we're just there hanging out. And I do love that place. I love the S&E uh, 2 buildings because that is where my uh, major like engineers, that's our building. I love to hang out in there and just sometimes either do homework or just watch to see what people are working on because you'll just see people in the lobby working on super advanced like graduate level pro- problems or people learning new things, this, this, and that. You just see it everywhere, and it's just a bunch of knowledge, and I'm just, like, trying to soak up as much as possible, and it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful building. I love just watching, walking through it, all of it. It's just really cool.
0: Very passionate individual. I know there's other things you're passionate about, um, such as basketball. <laughs> basketball and, and the Los Angeles Lakers. But first, first, we'll start about you individually. I know that uh, I think it's towards the end of every school year, a uh, – you could correct me either if I'm wrong. Either fraternity or sorority puts on a big basketball event, and you team up with some of your teammates, and, and, and I think you guys win some games. How do you stack up as a basketball player?
1: Uh, yes, it is a sorority that hosts a basketball tournament. I believe it's called Anchor Slam, something like that, but I forgot which sorority hosts it. But honestly, me and a couple of my other teammates, you know, before we even got into volleyball or even alongside volleyball, we were basketball players. So like we all still have like our basketball skill, our IQ. Obviously, it's not as high since we don't focus on basketball like that. But with our athleticism, we are still able to like hold ourselves up, like still do this and that. We still mess around, dabble a little bit in basketball. I'd say I'm pretty good. I'm not going like I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty solid with basketball. You could ask anybody who's seen me play. I'm I'm pretty good. I'm pretty when I take it serious. Mm-hmm. I, I love to have fun, just goof around, make sure everybody's really having fun around me. Uh, other people on my team are very good at basketball as well. Like uh, my setter Ryan Steele, fantastic, fantastic volleyball player. Uh, uh, Trevor Gerlina, great basketball player as well. He's a stud. He's amazing with it. It's crazy. It's really crazy. And just everybody really. Uh, Tristan. Tristan was one. Of our, he was our hype man. We love playing anything with Tristan is so much fun. So much fun. He gets our energy going. But yeah, like, even though we play volleyball, we are still solid basketball players. And I love basketball. Like the Los Angeles Lakers, that's my team since day one out the womb. That's my team forever. And we're, we're doing great. We're doing great. So like, I do love basketball. It is something that I wouldn't say runs in my family, but something is dear to me because my brother loves basketball as well. He's a huge LeBron fan. In fact, he got a scholarship to a school to play basketball and that just got me even more hype because he's wanted to do that for his whole life. And he finally got that opportunity and I'm so excited for him and it's just great. Yeah. So, he still can't beat me in a one-on-one. So <laughs> I'm just saying, like, until we get that one, I'm, I'm taking the dubs there. But, yeah, basketball's amazing.
0: I love it. Now, here's some questions that I like to ask all of our guests on Life as a Bobcat, starting with, what's your favorite, what's your favorite uh, food spot locally here in Merced that you and your teammates like to go to?
1: Favorite food spot from Merced? I got to say Paul's Place. Paul's, Paul's place, place is amazing. It's student-friendly. It's got a great atmosphere to it. The food is really good. It's cheap, they got their uh, student menus. I love the dessert there, the people there, they're really nice. They recognize me when I walk in sometimes. So I'm just like, hey, hey, what's up? And they like to talk to me and all that. It's really cool. My team loves it. It was the first place I was taken when I first got to Merced. So I thought that was really cool. And I've always just had like a special place for Paul's Place in my heart. So I love that place a lot. Paul's Place is delicious to me it's really good. I love all the food. So far, I've not had one bad meal from there. So yeah, I really recommend anyone who's either new to Merced or if you haven't been to Paul's place yet, just go to Paul's place. It's good stuff.
0: How about the next time I'm in your neck of the woods down there in Woodland Hills, what's the hot food spot I should try?
1: Ooh, down here, there's a lot of different food (laughs) spots you can try. That's crazy. Um, dang, there's a lot. Uh, locally, We have uh, one of my favorite Chinese restaurants is called Crown Walk. It's literally walking distance from my house. I'd say my family eats there about once a week. It's delicious, very good food. Uh, If you're looking for a burger, we have different types of burger places. We got Smash Burger. Uh, We got classic In-N-Out, Habit Burger. We got those. A bunch of different burger places with names that I don't really remember. I just remember how to get there and they're just really good. Um, There's so much going on. There's pizzas. Uh, there's Amici's Pizza, which, again, is uh, walking distance from my house. Very delicious pizza. One of my best friends works over there, so he'll be hooking it up with the discounts. <laughs> I love it. There's Down here, there's just so much, so many different food places. There's sushi. I don't even like sushi, but there's a great sushi place down the street. All this. So yeah, and wanna come through I got you. We're we're gonna go sightseeing.
0: Yeah, it's and it's great. To head down there and you, you might see a familiar face, whether it be yourself, whether it be another alumni of your high school, Isabella Barbera, always plenty to do and plenty of alumni down south. So that, that can be a lot of fun. Speaking of that, you know, you you mentioned sightseeing. Sightseeing down there is beautiful. Sightseeing up here is beautiful. You might have to drive a little bit further when you're in Merced, but there's plenty of places within two hours. Where are some day trips that you like to, when you're in Merced? Some fun day trips you've taken?
1: Uh, we've taken a lot of different trips, either me and my team or me and my friends. Uh, one, of, like, one of my favorites is just going down to, uh, what is it called? We went to Modesto because one of my teammates worked in the Modesto Mall. So I've never been to Modesto before. And I thought it was really cool just like getting to see that area. I'm like, oh, this place is really nice. It was very just I don't know how to say it like super it was just nice like it was really nice to see it was really cool one of my best friends Zakiya Williams who's on the girls basketball team she uh she lives down in Modesto so it was really cool just being down there as well another place we went was Madeira uh we just playing some sand volleyball over there seeing just all the land that's over in Madeira all that beautiful stuff I love to see it the trips are amazing uh I went to Yosemite National Park that was mind-blowing to me like i'm yeah. not a big like outdoors guy but just seeing all of, like that the, the nature was just like wow like it was just amazing it was refreshing like it was like the air was better over there everything like colors were brighter over there it was really cool so i i love yosemite that one that one takes the cake right there yosemite beautiful
0: definitely hopefully it will be uh Open and fully loaded for everybody to enjoy by the time their next well, I guess your next uh, incoming class is here already. But uh, next time you guys are looking for a, for a team bonding trip, I hope that's the next place you go, and hopefully it is open by then. You know, as we get deeper into the podcast, life life as a bobcat, and man, one of our first ever guests that we have here. You know, just as we, as we kind of get deeper into the potential and you know the season kicking off in the winter spring whatever you want to call it a lot of returners a lot of newcomers how excited are you to to play with the the returners and how excited are you to to more importantly play with the dominant middle blockers you guys have a great rotation going on and it seems like when one person comes out the next person steps right up
1: I'm very excited uh, for this new upcoming season because I know my boys are excited. I know everybody's been just itching to play. I'm very excited because, like, I know my team, we work hard. We always try our best and really just get it going. We compete in practice. I don't like to take L's anywhere. So, like, practice is always going to be fun. So, I know we're always going to get better with every practice. We're not going to have as much time to practice with everything going on. But with what little time we do have, I know they're going to be utilized to the very max because we're going to go hard. We're going to grind. We have a great coach and Coach I where he's going to see everything we're doing wrong and correct us in a proper way, have us go through the proper drills to fix everything. As for all of our positions, we have great pin hitters. We have great setters. We have great liberos. We have great everything going on. We have great middle blockers. I'm excited. Like, especially a middle blocker, that's my position. So I know anybody who's trying to stand in front of me, I'm definitely going to be going hard. I'm not going to let them get any freebies. So I I want to make sure our middles are solid.
0: 50 years from now, let's just say, what's the one thing that you're going to talk about the most from playing volleyball East Merced? 50
1: years from now, what am I going to talk about the most? Uh... I would probably say the thing I am gonna talk about the most is just our team trips, like going up and down, traveling over the with planes, all of that. Like the team trips overall are always just so fun. And each one is just like a different story, a different type of energy. Each one is just great. Even if we've been like gone to the same place twice is always just like a whole new different vibe, a whole new different energy. And you just like, you love it every single time you love either if you have like a new seating arrangement or somebody plays a different playlist from the first time you mm-hmm. went down there or something like people dance in the vans or people would just be asleep and have people playing video games in the vans, just all the different stories that go with it, either random dance battles and gas stations, like all this crazy stuff that goes on is definitely going to be something I have in my mind all the time, all the time, all the time. And for sure, I'm always going to remember all the times with my guys on the court, even off the court, I'm going to remember all of it because just playing on the team was so much fun. Watching people play, supporting my teammates, like screaming at the top of my lungs, diving whenever someone gets an ace, just like that team camaraderie, all of that is definitely going to be something that's never going to leave my mind. I'm always going to talk about, and I'm always going to be like, yeah, I was on UC Merced, like once the school blows up and, you know, we're D1 champions, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I was there first, so, so whatever. And yeah, so all of that stuff.
0: Fantastic. Is there anything else that we missed that you think would be great for all of our Bobcat fans, staff, alumni, current student athletes, parents, fans, locals to, to know about you? Um,
1: a couple of things. Oh, uh, one, if you do see me around either on campus or just about in Merced, uh, just feel free to say hi. Like I love meeting new people. I love talking to everybody and anybody. It's so much fun getting to see people. When people recognize me from uh just playing volleyball i'm just like oh i'm honored like oh you came to the game you like i actually made an impact enough for you to like notice me that's really awesome i think it's cool and another thing like every time i meet somebody or if me and my friends meet somebody they always want me to like tell them my full name and it's crazy but like my full name is pretty long so like i do enjoy telling the people because they're just like whoa what is this so, like, my full name is Emmanuel Lua Feishayo Hassan Odia Odianose Odiala Elutherius Osage Coco Egan III. That is my full name. And people love to hear it. People love asking me, like, hey. Like, people will yell at me from, like, across class, like, E-man, say your name. I'm just like, okay. And I'll just blurt out my full name and just everybody's mind blown every time. So, that's another, like, random fact about me. I have a really, really long name. And that's about it. Yeah, I'm a pretty simple guy. Pretty great.
0: Well, A-Man, I tell you, it was fantastic talking to you for the past 30 or 45 minutes or so. And I really appreciate you for coming on this podcast. And I can't wait to see you in, let's just say, January. Yes, sir. All right, man Thank you. All right, Andrew. Thanks for having me. That's just a small portion of the stories she can tell you. And for those of you that haven't had the privilege of watching him or even just getting to know E Man, I recommend you change that as soon as possible. His energy and charisma is contagious, as you heard, and the opportunities that will be presented to this young man in the future are endless. That's all we got for episode number three of Life as a Bobcat. As we get closer to the start of competition, make sure you follow us on social media at UC Merced Bobcats, download the UC Merced Athletics mobile app, and bookmark our website at ucmorsheadbobcats.com, so you can stay up to date on everything going on. I'll be back with another episode the first week of December, so until then, have a safe and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Alongside Emmanuel Egan, I'm Andrew Mitchell, signing off.